Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everybody? It's KBR Sports, the best sports talk show of your 24-hour day. Oh, man. It's been a while since since I've been on with you all, with everybody, man. I hope everybody's had a great week or a great past two weeks, man, it's, it's, or a week and a half, actually, because I think the last time I was on was right before the NBA draft, so it's been a good amount of time since I've been on. I tried to get on this weekend, but a lot of things came up, so I do was really busy, but... I'm, I'm, I'm back now, on now, not on a normal scheduled time. Obviously, it's not 8.30 for one. Two, it's a Tuesday, so it's normally not, yeah, it's out of whack. So for those of you who are regulars on the show, you know that the show normally airs on Mondays, Wednesdays, and select Fridays, or even sometimes on the on just random days on the weekend between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. But today, you know, I, I, was, I was sitting there contemplating, I was like, man, do I want to record a podcast today? And then I was sitting there thinking, I was like, man, I haven't really put out anything for you, you all to listen to him forever, and you know I haven't had, I haven't given my thoughts on all the sports stuff going on. So I was like, man, I gotta grace the public with my voice. I gotta, I gotta get back in the game. You know what I'm saying? I've been on the bench for too long. I gotta get back, coach. I'm ready. Put me in, coach. Put me in. But, <laughs> but um, remember, you all can follow and subscribe to the KBR Sports Podcast on Rabble TV, Spreaker, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, and SoundCloud. That way you all will be notified whenever the KBR Sports Podcast is live, whenever a new podcast is posted. Also, don't forget that you can follow the KBR Sports Twitter page at KBR underscore sports, where we tweet the live links and show topics prior to every single show. Also, don't forget to call in at 571-991-0566 so you guys can join on on the discussion or to pitch your own topics that you want to um, hear talked about during the podcast. So... I know, I know, and a lot of people have been asking me as well, uh, some I didn't touch on, Nigel, Nigel, is, as, as his schedule has been jam-packed recently, so he hasn't been able to hop on the show in recent um, weeks, but is that, I think the last time he was on was about two weeks ago, the week, actually the week right before the draft as well, so we're, I'm trying to get, I'm, hopefully Nigel can be on this weekend, that's why we're, we're hoping we can get to you guys, get, get the both of us on at the same time, but right now it's just going to be me rocking and everything like that, but... We're, hopefully this weekend where we do we're just talking about random things and all that we'll we'll both hopefully be on. But man, there's been so much stuff going on, man. So last week NBA draft, this week NBA awards, this week NFL top 100 list is released. Like I don't even know where to start because there's been so much stuff released. And I guess it's one of those things. I'll just start from the most recent events and go backwards and following order since the most recent is going to be what's most fresh to you guys and the most recent thing and it was Russell Westbrook being named most valuable player in the NBA now 
a lot of a lot of people are saying, "Oh man, I'm like I'm watching all these shows. They're saying, oh, did Russell Westbrook deserve the MVP? Did Rus- is Russell Westbrook really worthy of the MVP? Should the um, MVP have gone to somebody else?" And at this point, for me, it's just like, are we are we just trying to find reasons to not give Russell Westbrook the MVP? Like, do we are we hating on Russell Westbrook that much that at this point now we're trying to just search for reasons why? Oh man, let me think of why the guy that averaged a triple double doesn't deserve an MVP. Let me think of a reason why the guy that's whose team was one one of the worst bottom five and three point shooting percentage shouldn't be. Um, and the MVP. Oh, let me think of a guy who has to operate with practically no space on the court. Shouldn't be the MVP. Like at this point, we're just coming up with reasons to try and figure out. Oh, how can we try and take away credit from Russell Westbrook now? Oh, should we come up with some some point about how his rebounds are manufactured and how he doesn't defend anybody to get so he gets the rebounds? Hmm. I think we'll go with that, guys. Okay, let's slow it down. Okay, let's for one, let's think about this. If defense really mattered to you all in voting for MVP, or more mattered to who the voters in any ways, if defense really mattered to the voters of who played defense in order to win MVP and how many shot attempts they let their opponent get in order to manufacture rebounds or whatever, then I'm pretty sure Steve Nash wouldn't have two back-to-back MVPs. Okay, like, let's be real. We, 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 we tell ourselves these things like, oh, man, defense truly matters. We care about defense, all this. Yes, I'm not going to lie. Defense is one of the reasons why. Defense is the reason why Kawhi Leonard was a top three finalist in the MVP award race. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that defense doesn't matter whatsoever, but I'm saying that offense matters to us a lot more. I mean, if we had a guy right now in the, in the, in the, in the NBA averaging 50 points and 24 rebounds and he was crap on defense, he'd probably be the leading candidate for MVP as long as his team was winning. So we delude ourselves to make us to make to value things that we think are way more important than we actually show them to be important. At the end of the day, what is the most important thing to us in the MVP voting? Wins and statistics. What did Russell Westbrook do? He averaged a triple double, one of the hardest statistics to record in, in the NBA in NBA history, which is why only one other guy has averaged a triple double on um and for a whole season, which is Oscar Robertson. Let me throw you Russell Westbrook's averages real quick. Average 31.6 points, 10.4 assists, and 10.7 rebounds. He averaged more rebounds than assists. Really think about that as a 6'3 guard. Shot 42.5% from the field, 34% from three, 84.5% from the free throw line. He did have 5.4 turnovers, un- um, second highest in the league, right under James Harden, who was also in the, in the MVP, MVP bidding, who was, all, who was the runner-up for the MVP. Who got who averaged 29 points, 11.2 assists, led the league in assists, averaged 8.1 rebounds, shot 44% from the field and 34.7% from the free throw three-point line, and he shot 84.7% from the free throw line as well. Oh, sorry, 84.7% from the free throw line, and, five, and he averaged the most assists, assists, and broke the league record in assists. Him and Russell Westbrook both doing so, but James Harden now holds the record for um, I'm mean, sorry, he holds the record for turnovers, not assists. I apologize, but he holds the league record for turnovers. So, this is one of those things that. For me, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people like they're they're throwing they're trying to make cases why James Harden should win the MVP. Oh, James Harden averaged he averaged the, the league in assists. He made his teammates so much better. The Rockets were a winning team. Okay, okay, yeah, they were winning. Yeah, I know, I get it. One 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 thing that James Harden James Harden generated one some of the most one of the most offensively potent offenses of NBA history. Don't get me wrong, because they of the way they shoot the three ball and all that. So James Harden's offense, James Harden's offense is also inflated to a degree. Like his stats were inflated a bit because of playing a Mike D'Antoni system. Just like Russell Westbrook's stats were inflated because the system he played in was to gener- help him generate rebounds to get on the fast break and everything. Russell already averaged a double double last year, so 
in terms of that, that's something we really saw from Russell. What we saw from James Harden this year was an anomaly. We knew Russell Westbrook had triple-double capabilities or capacity, but we didn't know it was to this degree. James Harden, what we saw from him was an entirely different thing that has been changed from that as a result of Mike D'Antoni's offense, similar to what happened with Steve Nash, the inflation of the stats because of the fast pace and the, the, um, the propensity of three-point shooters surrounding them. Okay, so when we look at that, and then when we want to say James Harden is an improved defender, do not get me wrong, he's an improved defender this season. But let's not act like he's Kawhi Leonard, Tony Allen, Avery Bradley, um, somebody of that ilk, Patrick Beverly, his own teammate. James Harden is not like he's he's sold out all that sold out on defense either. He's he's improved. I'm gonna give him credit where credit is deserved. He's improved. But I'm getting like it's just annoying to hear people try and bash Russell Westbrook for not playing defense. But then they want to say oh they want to say Russell Westbrook leaks out for rebounds too early. Russell Westbrook is trying to inflate the stats because um he's he's um he, he's contested he's bottom like five or so and contested shots um for his 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 uh, opposing guard, but. Then when you look, I, I don't think that James Harden is exactly strapping anybody up either. So it's one of those things to me. You're picking and choosing. You want to nitpick one guy and then not acknowledge the flaws of the other. Like I will, I will willingly admit the fact that Russell Westbrook did did at times leave guys open so he could go out and get the rebound. But the team, it's a proven statistic that the Thunder were way better when Russell Westbrook got a triple-double and when they, when when he didn't. They were 33-9 and nine when he got a triple-double. 33-9, and nine, my people. 33-9. and nine. It's not like he was just getting the stat to get the stat. The Thunder actually won more games when he got the statistic of a triple-double. So... When he when, when the, the Thunder are provenly better whenever he records one of those triple doubles. So we got to stop trying to act like the triple double is just, oh, yeah, you're just putting together numbers. No, his team, he was doing what his team needed for him to win. I'm not saying James Harden wasn't doing the same thing, but what Russell Westbrook was doing, it was like, it, it was show if they didn't do it, they wouldn't win. What Russell Westbrook was doing, if Russell Westbrook was at, pretty much average triple double the whole season, they were on pace for 64 wins with that, with the, um, those numbers. 64 to 66, actually no, yeah, 64 wins, sorry. Yeah, they were on pace for 64 wins. Guess what 64 wins would have got them in the Western Conference? Second place. And they were on that pace whenever Russell Westbrook averaged a triple-double. Okay, so let's not try and devalue the triple-double. Then I hear people saying, oh yeah, LeBron is the best player in the game though. And the team needs, the, the Cavaliers can't win without LeBron James. LeBron, they need to give the award out after the playoffs. Okay, 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 let's slow it down, okay? For one... We want to talk about how the Cavaliers are so such a great team and they can coast through the regular season. Hey, how, here's an idea. If you want to win the MVP so bad, don't coast through the regular season. That's probably a great idea, isn't it? LeBron averaged 26-8-8 eight and eight in the regular season. He had one of his best offensive seasons, one of his best. But here's the thing, though. The Cavaliers won 51 games. They were second in their conference. Guess what? 51 games would have been in the Western Conference. That would have been the sixth seed. Right above OKC, who won 47 games. And guess what that would have been with? That would have been with Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, and LeBron James. And way more three-point shooters. Actually, Cleveland had one of the most historically great offenses of all history, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yet, it only got them 51 wins. So, when you look at it, LeBron has had way more help. And LeBron, LeBron, he coasted through the regular season. And everybody, you want to you make caveats that all of a sudden the MVP saying, oh, yeah, the MVP should be given out at, um, after the playoffs. It's weird to give the MVP out when we after we see the finals and stuff, and LeBron is the best player in the finals. Let me just reel off LeBron's final stats, which were impressive. 33.6 points per game, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. He averaged a triple-double. Shot 56.4% from the field and 38.7% from three-point range. It's amazing numbers, amazing stats, honestly. But here's the thing, though. 
He did that in a five-game stretch. Russell Westbrook did that for 82 games. He had 42 triple-doubles in the regular season. 42. That's just crazy to me, man. And we got to start appreciating it. Instead of trying to demean and devalue what the achievement this man has um, made this season, we should be enjoying it and realize what we just witnessed. History in the making, or history that has been made. I get so sick and tired of hearing people say, oh yeah, and LeBron's team, they can't, but you take LeBron James off the team, they can't win a game. <laughs> take Russell Westbrook off the thunder. What are they winning? You you all tell me, how many games are they winning without Russell Westbrook on the thunder? Well, Victor Oladipo is the second best player, and Anus Cantor is the third, or Steven Adams? Oh yeah, no, let me not, let me not forget to mention Andre Roberson as the fourth, um, possibly. You guys are out of it. Some like it's, Sorry, I don't mean to talk directly to the listeners or whoever, but anybody making the case that some of these other people deserve the MVP more than Russell Westbrook, the help Russell Westbrook had was minuscule. And I think at this point, I mean, unless you're a Russell Westbrook hater and you just don't like how Russell Westbrook plays, you don't like how he or you're an avid supporter of one of the other MVP candidates, I don't understand how you can possibly try and make the case that another guy deserved it over Westbrook. I, just, I truly don't get it. Literally in the playoffs, when Russell Westbrook was off the floor, his team lost. Literally, they the, the stat recorded, the, the plus minus. When Russell Westbrook was off the court, if it was a whole game played, the Thunder lose by 60 plus points. Now, I get it. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they also struggled the whole league when LeBron was out. But I'm pretty sure I remember a guy named Kyrie Irving who had the capability of dropping 40 in back-to-back games in the NBA Finals or so. No, in the NBA Finals. And so, oh, sorry, 30, a 39-point game and a 40-point game. So, But he still had the capability to go for high-scoring high numbers. What guy in the Thunder is going to give you 40 or 39? Because if there's a guy on that, on that team that can do that, please let me know whose name is not Russell Westbrook. Like, we over-exaggerate. Yeah, I, I, I get it. The, the Thunder, the, um, sorry, the Cavaliers do lose some games without LeBron James there. And it's odd because they have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. But then we want to act like, like, when it comes to removing LeBron from the equation, we want to act like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are nobodies. But then when we want to put them up against everybody else. We say, oh, yeah, those guys are such great players because, or that team is so great because they have those guys and LeBron James. There was a point where people were contemplating who they would take in the NBA Finals, Kyrie Irving or Stephen Curry. Like, really? But then we want to say that, oh, man, LeBron's team is way better, is way worse off about him than Russell Westbrook's. The Cavaliers arguably still, the reason why the Cavaliers lose games when LeBron isn't there because they're built around LeBron James. The way the Cavaliers work and go is around LeBron James. So that's why when he's out, all of a sudden, their offense is out of whack. They don't know the function at times. Same as on defense. Russell Westbrook. Now imagine Russell Westbrook. He does everything for the team. He's the leading rebounder, leading assist guy, leading points points guy, leading steals guy. Take him out of there. What happens? I'll wait. I just I just want to know. Same thing with James Harden. You want to say James Harden has so much room to operate with all those three point shooters. You take James Harden out of there. I mean, I'm not saying that. I believe the Cavaliers are the only team you take their guy off of, and they're still a playoff team. Because they have those two stars, and they would find a way to make it work. The Thunder aren't going to be a playoff team without Russell Westbrook. Neither will the Rockets still be a playoff team without James Harden. The Spurs without Kawhi Leonard. Now, Greg Popovich is such a good coach, I wouldn't put it against him to get somehow in the playoffs. I, I honestly wouldn't put it against him. He'd find a way. But let's not. Let's just try to stop 
devaluing what Russell Westbrook has done this season. Let's actually appreciate it because what he's done has been pretty amazing and it was really fun to watch. Like, let's just say, instead of just hating, let's just do one of these. Give him a round of applause, you know, clap it up for him, clap it up for him, and just say, hey, Russ, you did your thing. We're proud of you. You had a great season. Can't wait. Now, the next goal is the championship ring or to get a second back-to-back MVP. Obviously, everybody wants to win the ring above all else, but a second MVP wouldn't look too bad in the trophy case either, if you get what I'm saying. All right, y'all. So... When we come back from the break, we're going to transition to talk about the NBA draft and about Markel Foles going number one, making Philadelphia the home of the feds, and also Lonzo Ball going number two. We'll get into all that when we come back from the break. It's KBR Sports, the best sports talk show you 24-hour day. Remember, when the link ends, when this when this stream ends, the link will the live link will disappear, but wait about 30 to 40 seconds and refresh the page, and the live link should be back up there for you all to tune into. It's KBR Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 